All right, guys. Um, it's great to see everybody. Like I said, uh, we're, we got a good one tonight. Uh, this is a revisit I've wanted to do for a while. The topic of self-care is uh, very paramount when it comes to our mental health. And we last touched on it. Well, we kind of sprinkle it into almost every episode, like with, when we're talking about how to cope with different things, a lot of that can fall in the realm of self-care. Um, but to do an actual dedicated episode to it, uh, the last time we did that was back at episode 15. So it was quite some time ago. And we wanted to jump back into it. And uh, we want to keep this one in particular. This is one of the topics we want to keep on the forefront of our minds. Uh, because it, it does play such a role in whatever, it doesn't matter what mental health issue you're diagnosed with or struggling with or um, identify with, it all can uh, not not 100% be solved, but a lot of the work involves good self-care practices. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we all tend to leave go to the wayside because our lives are too hectic, busy, stressful, so much going on, work this, work that. I am myself, I've been at work for like five out of the last eight days. And I know that doesn't sound like, that sounds like a normal schedule to most, but yeah, if you have a nine to five job, my, my shifts are 24 hours. So mm -hmm. I five out of the last eight days, 24 hours. Um, so needless to say, I'm practicing a little self-care this evening by doing the broadcast, which I love. And then I'm probably going to call it an early night tonight because I do go back to work tomorrow and get some much needed sleep in my own bed. And that's something small, but at the same time, it's very big for me to be able to sleep in my own bed without the thought in the back of your head that the alarms could go off at any minute and out on the road we go, either in the fire truck or the ambulance. Uh, you don't get very good sleep at a fire station. Um, yeah, no. It's like trying to sleep in a hospital. It doesn't work when there's loads of other people. Exactly. But, so let's jump right in. Um, in episodes... Previously, previous episodes, we touched on, or we did do the full episode. It was, I believe, one of the first episodes that we actually populated some slides on the uh, subject matter we were presenting. Mm. I, I remember when I first started, uh, the first couple episodes, I was holding up a sheet of notebook paper in one of the episodes trying to draw what significant loss looked like or the traumatic brain it was actually. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, then we found out it's way easier if you just use some slides uh, from, from the interwebs. Uh, but we looked at things like asking people for help, you know, put, putting that into motion, realizing you, you might be taking on more than you can physically, emotionally, mentally 
handle. And we all are guilty of that. We all like to be, uh, you know, heroes or good workers. Um, mm. We don't want to, we don't want to turn down jobs or something the boss might ask because then that shows weakness. Right. And then all, what are the other guys going to think of me? I'm just a shit bag. I, I don't do, I don't pull my weight. I, I'll, we tend to take it to the extreme in the other direction and take on more than we can really handle solo. So asking for help, recognition, knowing that things are going off the rails a little bit for you. We also spoke about uh, taking some alone time, like staying in at home by yourself. Uh, you know, if you have significant other, you don't have to kick them out, but you can find your own corner of the house, maybe read a book, uh, maybe just sit there and, and quietly just rest, you know. If you're a parent, that's usually the bathroom. So um, those were a couple of things. I went back to the old episode and, of course, saying no, learning to say no came up. And um, that's that's just not one of those things that's easy for most most people. Uh, I, I'm sure you feel the same way, Gemma. You don't, you don't mm. want to say no, even though you might have to uh, physically. Yeah. Um, but you, I know it probably kills the inside, right? Oh, God, yeah. I um, many times agree to take things on and then kicking myself inside because I'm like, oh, God, I can't juggle all this stuff. And, yeah, I've done it many times. Then ended up sacrificing myself because I've taken too much on. Yeah. And it's easy to fall into that pit. I'm mm -hmm. sure everybody watching along tonight in the chatters box can agree uh, that we may take on a little bit more than we can choose sometimes. Okay. So where I wanted to go this evening is to kind of dive back into that. This is one of those topics that I'm not afraid to overlap some of the information we might have already covered mm. um, but it's been so long since we've talked about this uh, or dedicated an episode to it uh, that it it should uh, be a good refresher and, I think sometimes when you've spoke about it though and then it maybe jogs people's memories to try and do it and then after a while they might not be exercising the self-care as much so to bring it up again might then help people who are listening to think oh you know what I haven't actually done anything like this for a while maybe I should absolutely so we'll start with just some of the basics what does self-care mean to you and when I ask that uh, you know I'm I'd like to see Everybody come up with something in, in the chatters box. Type me something. What does self-care mean to you? Or what's your favorite practice? What self-care do you do? Or don't you? It's okay mm -hmm. to, to write that. I, I don't practice self-care nearly as much as I should. But I, I have me all over. <laughs> I am I mean, quite aware of that. <laughs> I'm probably in that boat. I try and be more mindful of it now with my sobriety. Um, mm -hmm. But it does, it does sneak up on you. All this, this overtime that's been coming down for vacation season, 
it's just been uh, pretty strenuous on on me physically, mentally, emotionally, being away from home, being away from Penelope, the wife, the other, the big kids, the stepkids. We call them the big kids because Penelope's, you know, just an infant or a toddler now, but they're in high school. Oh, here we go. We got some coming in. Yeah. Mav says, study, life-saving studies. It frees me. Um, a ray of sunshine. Resting more and getting as much exercise as I need. And uh, consciously doing things that I know calm my farm. From that Craig Bloke. These are all, all good things. And the resting is one of the easiest things we can do mm -hmm. because we, we everybody sleeps at night right or at least i hope so or you sleep you might have a night job but you sleep at some point during the day mm -hmm. allowing yourself to shut down for that seven six eight hour period whatever your allotment is everybody has different sleep schedules on a good night i usually get about five to six um mm. But allowing your body to completely shut down and accept the rest that it needs is is harder than it sounds or seems. Uh, we get the racing thoughts going. As soon as we lay down in bed, the lights go off. It, next thing you know, you're staring at the ceiling fan going round and round, just mind racing. That's not uh, that's not letting yourself, letting your body shut down, letting your mind take a break. Uh, and that is so important in getting a good night's sleep. That's where you want to try. If you catch yourself doing that and you, you you do it subconsciously most of the time. But now that I've hopefully said it and you it's it's processed in your brain now, if it happens to you tonight, you might be able to consciously say, oh, here I am staring at the ceiling fan going around and around, worried about mm -hmm. bills or work tomorrow or some." Shit, that's out of my control right now. I need to get some sleep. And mm. just practice those mindfulness techniques. Remember we talked about uh, like drawing letters on the sheets or just mm -hmm. simply counting. Some people count backwards. Uh, and just allowing that to kind of shut down your racing intrusive thoughts. Gemma, how about you? What do you do? I know you already said you don't do enough of it, whatever it is, but what, what's your favorite practice of self-care? What do you do for you? Um, I've started journaling daily again now, um, just to recap. Sometimes it's literally just a couple of words or a couple of emojis. Um, mm -hmm. The app that I'm using has got this um, streak incentive on it as well, so that keeps me wanting to keep going with that. Uh, so just a few minutes a day just to reflect on things sometimes I can write an absolute essay sometimes not very much um, it's not nearly enough um, I have an app that I try and put on and listen to on a night just to help me get some sleep and then I mean I know Thomas has been off school for the last what, four weeks or so, he's got another, he goes back on the 5th of September. But um, when he's back at school, 
um it allows me to do a little bit more when he's at school it's been a bit of a rough week this week and a rough few weeks with him being off i am absolutely knackered <laughs> to the point where i'm like oh my god when do they go back as a teacher i used to love it as a parent on day two of the holidays i was like oh my god when do they go back <laughs> yeah looking for after oh. school out of school clubs and things like oh my god but um yeah something like a bubble bath a bit of incense things like that um listen to some music what binge watch some films or some series things like that um and then i um i've been making some videos for youtube that i still haven't put up that will help other people with it as well and then writing i like to write i've been writing a book now for best part of a two or three years so that also helps me yeah just unwind but with a bit of a focus i just need to get going again with it because it's not nearly finished it's one of the easy things that we can just cast aside um we it's easy for us to deprioritize something for us to take care of something for someone else. I mean, does that make sense? Does that yeah, yeah. analogy come across yeah. right? Uh, I know I, I'm guilty of that. I, I would most likely put my own self-care to the side to handle something for somebody else or at work or whatever the case may be. Um, and it's just because I think it's easier to explain to myself why I'm not doing that than it is to explain to somebody else why I can't do what they want. But that is something that we talked about is learning how to say no when you need to. And you don't have to be an asshole about it. That's mm. the important part. Um, you can say no. Uh, in so many words that aren't rude and aren't I'm tired and I'm, all this shit and you know going off on somebody because they asked you to do a simple task or something but mm. that's unfortunately where we get to the point of where our cup done runneth over and now we're exploding um, so that's something to think about as well when you do, when you don't practice self-care and stay on top of you, take care of number one first, um, the, the cup does run over and it boils over usually. And that's where the anger and resentment and all of that comes in. And as I've said, if I haven't said it once, I said it a hundred times that Resentment breeds poor mental health. So practicing proper self-care is paramount. It's step one in this instance. Uh, we got to have ourselves healthy before we can take care of everybody else. Because if we're not healthy, how much are we helping somebody else or if we're in a bad mood or mm. 
we just had the shits of it. We don't want to be here, this, that, and the other. Uh, how much are we doing on the positive side of the fence? Are we just moping around, kicking rocks, and getting the task done begrudgingly? Oh, yeah. You know? I've done that many times myself. Start chucking stuff around in the kitchen, swearing and cursing <laughs> because I'd done something and, like, been, oh, yeah. Yeah. But you can't do something for someone else and not look after yourself. It's like burning the candle at both ends. You can't do it. It's 100% true. Uh, let's, um, let's pull up some slides. Um, because, I mean, we might not even need them. We, we're, have, we're doing just fine talking. <laughs> Bringing it back to the real old days where we just talked for an hour about it. But I like to have the visual. I did already post all of these slides. I'm sure Hattie will throw a um, Discord link in there for you, but they're already in the Discord. I posted them right before we went live while I was thinking about it. And plus, if you're watching on mobile, uh, you might not be able to see too well. You can get on your um, Discord and blow them up a little bit. So we'll start with the basics of self-care. This is just five basic things. Gemma, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, so the basics of self-care. Self-care requires paying attention to your emotional and physical needs. So five ways to do things like that are eat well. A balanced diet provides the fuel your body needs to operate and at its most effective. Be active. Keep a healthy routine. Get exercise. Walk outside. Nature is good for the soul. Get a healthy sleep. Give yourself the energy for the day, not too little and not too much, generally seven to nine hours. That's funny because I had something, I think it was a few weeks ago, and I had, I just slept the entire day and I felt so much worse for having too much sleep. So there is the saying that you can actually have too much. Uh, reduce your stress, make time to do things that bring you joy. And then reach out. So reach out to friends and family regularly and find ways to be together safely. So you can 100% have too much sleep. Is it a bad thing? I Obviously, your body needed that. Or it wouldn't have been turned off for that long, right? Like you wake up. I ended up with COVID for the third time and I was just so run down with everything. So, yeah, I think but, I slept for like the whole day, more or less. But, but you got to think that your body, your body is conditioned to everything. Mm. Um, all our routines, all of our nuances, all of our mm. everything that makes us, our body is conditioned to that. And that's what it's used to. And that's what it optimize, or um, I'm sorry, operates on mm -hmm. at, at uh, peak capacity is what you do. For yeah. your daily day if you go outside of that too little or even too much sleep i know i've woken up and i i've felt like almost more tired than when i went to sleep just walk around yeah. yawning all day and yeah it seems off kilter uh, mm. but it definitely um, brings up or it brings out a more exhausted Tim 
Yeah, it's like when Thomas goes back to school, I'll sometimes get him up, uh, get him to school and then think, oh, I'm just going to go back to bed for an hour or so. And then that hour that I think I'll go back to bed turns out to end up being mid-afternoon when I crawl out of bed and I feel absolutely crap for doing it. I've got nothing done and I'm like, well, I feel worse now than when I got up the first time. So, yeah, yeah. I, it's like a kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You can like get too much sleep or not enough sleep. That I'm not quite right in the middle yet. Yeah. And it's funny, sometimes those 20 minute cat naps refresh you to 100%. Um, well, they certainly do for Thomas. Not worked it out on me yet, but yeah, he can have five minute nap and seem to be absolutely wired for the rest of the day. Jay brings up a good point here. Experts say, that you cannot catch up on lost sleep by sleeping longer. And there's some truth to that, absolutely. We Every one of us carries a sleep debt, what we call, or what's known as a sleep debt. Uh, I know I, I come home with only having, I come home from work some days with only having slept maybe an hour in the 24-hour period of being at work. And there's seven hours I'll never get back. Even if I sleep, seven hours when I get home, then you're kind of up half the night, right? So mm. your body still stays on a schedule, but it, so what Jay's saying there is, is true, but also I kind of look at it like the rising debt of the United States of America, never going to catch up to that. It just write it off. <laughs> um, it's like when you watch a really crappy film for a couple of hours and then think, well, that's two hours I'm never going to get back. <laughs> yeah, when, when, you're, uh, when your output is far more substantial than your input, mm. uh, just look at a savings account for, or a checking account, rather. If you're spending more a month than you're putting in mm. uh, with your paycheck, then... Yeah, something's off and you're going to have to fix that or you're going to be hemorrhaging money and there will be no savings. Mm. And um, it's the same thing with sleep. Like if you're it's it's already quite normal to be awake for 18 hours and sleep for eight, whatever. Si I'm sorry, 16 and eight. We'll just go with what is standard. You're supposed to get eight hours of sleep. Who really does? But you're supposed to. So, but you're already you're awake for double that. So you're already in the hole. Um, not that it needs to be a half and half thing, a twelve and twelve, but slip the the ratio. It just yeah, you're never gonna catch up with that debt. Moving forward, uh, let's go to the next slide. Next, we have types of self care um, that everyone should be aware of, apparently. I liked this yeah. slide. So types of self-care that everyone should be aware of. Physical. So sleep, stretching, walking, diet, yoga, and rest. Emotional. So emotional intelligence, stress management, emotional maturity, forgiveness, kindness, reflection. Social. Friends and family, support systems, safe boundaries, positive media, communication, and asking for help, spiritual, 
So time alone, enjoying nature, meditation, keeping a diary, yoga and music. And then we've got personal, so knowing yourself, loving your true self, personal identity and hobbies, space, so a healthy environment, security and stability, positive surroundings and safety, financial, so saving, budgeting, splurging and sharing, and then work, positive workplace, time management, learning and breaks. So there's eight um, types of self-care broken down into the eight, I think they actually call it the eight topics of wellness, um, but it's all self-care. Uh, the, these are just kind of categorized for you. Um, really, the important thing to note is the, the big bold words, physical, emotional, social, spiritual, personal space, financial work, or career, as, as you'll see it elsewhere. Um, they, they are what you need to be focused on. That's what is most likely going to bring the heavy down on us. And we're going to need to take a step back. Um, and underneath that is just some things that go along or coincide with that particular category. Mm -hmm. uh, spiritual, for example, that's where you get into your meditation, your relaxation therapy, your yoga, um, even music. I know we got a lot of music buffs in the room, myself included. I love music. It relaxes me. Um, go sit. If yoga isn't your thing, I don't blame you one bit. I tried it. It is just not for me. Same here. I, can't. Um, I gave it a, I gave it a try. <laughs> At least I can say that. And that's one thing I want to, uh, put out to anybody listening, uh, either on the replay or live right now, go outside of your comfort zone. You might find something that you actually enjoy. I, I have had or I have seen at least two people I can think of that I never would have guessed would have enjoyed yoga. And they started pushing it around the department, the fire department for a little bit, just to um, stretch our muscles out. We do some heavy lifting, all this stuff. And then there's also a stress release and they really got on board with it. Um, it, it like I said, it's not for me. I don't bend in all those ways and I'm, department old now i don't oh you and me both if i bend in that way it goes it usually resorts to a a and e visit for me so uh i had to call that one quits but it's true like it doesn't have to be yoga it can be something else you can do light stretches or there's all these videos online even for people that are in wheelchairs and have disabilities and things because i uh, as I've said before many a time, I have a physical disability and I'm very restricted in what I can do. But it doesn't mean that you can't do something. Everybody has their limits. It's just finding your limits and being careful with them. Um, and then trying new things. I mean, I've been trying like even things like just new foods and stuff. I hadn't really opened any 
thing up new um trying new things exploring can really help with your mental health no matter what it is um try new foods try new places try new hobbies outside of that that realm of comfort do something that you wouldn't normally do and just you, you can try it out if you don't like it what's the harm um that's just one example there might be something uh, you see, you guys are seeing at home on this list that isn't really your cup of tea. Maybe try it out. Give it a try. See, can, can first of all, can you honestly say you did it? How do you know you don't like it? And then, um, if you do try it out and don't like it, no harm, no foul. Uh, there's plenty of other things you can do, just to like relaxation techniques, laying down uh, in a recliner or your own bed, putting on some headphones with some of your favorite tunes and just being 100% present in that moment, listening to that song and nothing else, you know. Uh, Social, I wanted to keep this up here so I didn't forget. Social is one of the biggest, uh, what's the word here, down players. Social media or social events or social anxiety, social anything is quite taxing on us nowadays because it's mm-hmm. everywhere. And it, our good friend Jim in Chicagoland touts it on all, almost every one of his streams. Positive media. Stay away from the doom scrolling and come on in to Catalyst or come on in and play some trivia. This is, you know, alternate uh, what do you call it, Jim? Alternate uh, media, but positive in that same light. Positive media, and it's uh, you know it takes you, it, it helps take you away from uh, all the negativity. There's um, a video of that online, and I want to share it in the Discord when I find it. And they did this um, study on a group of people. And what they did, they gave everybody a computer. Um, Everybody was all, like, from the same sort of backgrounds, all had the same, like, they were all in the same mood. They'd done something before and given them, so they were all in a really good mood, then gave them these laptops. And they were in control of what what was on their screen. And half of them had really positive, like, Uh, videos of puppies and really good news lots of positivity and things Mm -hmm. and then the other half of them had all this bad news and negativity and people fighting in the comments and stuff and at the end of it it went on to show you just how it had affected the way that they were after that Mm -hmm. like um, the kind of music they would want to listen to, for example, the way that they would behave and react in a stressful situation. And just by having, say, an hour a day looking at negative negativity and negative social media and negative news, it can completely like program your whole day into being absolute bullshit and negative. So if you're looking at negativity and engaging in negativity, that is exactly what you're going to get. And it's just programming that into you 
subliminally like you're not aware of it but it, that's what exactly what it's doing and it was a really interesting video to watch yeah. and, it, and it, it rings true for so many different things not just our day i mean most importantly it's our day because that we need to be if we're starting off on the wrong foot and it's just downhill from there all day then let's just pack it in go back to bed we'll try again tomorrow but you can see it even i don't know if you've ever golfed Gemma, but if if you, hello <laughs> there's there's a unwritten rule out there if you get up to the first tee box and you slice that joker so far deep into the woods on your first stroke of the day you're going to play like hell the rest of the day because you're going to be mad about that still one bad shot ruins your whole damn game um, it just throws you off you know and yeah. that's same thing uh let's move on to 15 ways with some ideas some tips some tricks uh, maybe uh, something yeah. thought of. okay so 15 ways to practice some self-care eat a healthy snack to nourish your brain and body Enjoy a cup of hot tea. Make a list of some people and things that you are grateful for. So a gratitude list. Um, read a book for 10 to 15 minutes. Take a stretch. Break in the middle of emails. Take a walk outside and pay attention to what you see. Call a friend to chat. Light an aromatherapy candle. I literally have one right next to me. Uh, turn your phone off for 30 minutes, listen to meditation or watch a yoga video. I just scrolled up the screen. There we go. Take five minutes to sit down and take a deep breath. Get into bed 15 minutes early. Notice the way the water feels when taking a shower. So mindfulness. Journal your thoughts. Journaling, we say it every time. Mm -hmm. and smile and remember to enjoy what you're doing a smile is contagious you can pass it around and it can really make someone's day to remember yeah. to smile. that sounds hokey and um it sounds cheesy but it really it's it's one of the things that they teach uh, one of the things that i learned uh, from my stay um, at rehab was lateral processing of emotions. Uh, it's it's the most basic form of thinking, but it's so basic we overthink and miss it completely. It's just taking if you're in an upset, angry mood, it's doing something that brings joy to you to bring laterally process that back over to a happy state. And you can do it. There's a whole emotions wheel. You can do it with, they've got them across from each other. A happy and sad is just always the first one that comes to my mind. Um, something as simple as taking a walk. If that makes you smile, go do that. Mm -hmm. So simple, but it's often overlooked. A lot of these are. And like we said also, if there's more important or what we consider to be more pressing things to do uh, i.e. work related stuff um, something the wife asks you to do or the husband asks you to do uh, you got to do homework with the kids whatever the case may be we always push ourselves aside to do more for others but 
and uh, that's where that's where we we need to learn to start saying no every now and again that it's okay to say no and that you don't have to be a complete ass about it that's the most important part Uh, don't let the cup runneth over before you choose to say no because then when you finally do say no it's going to come out hateful yeah so there's 15 you can get on this i just like the way this slide was set up that's why i picked this one but there's lists of 40 ideas there's lists for ER nurses, self-care for ER nurses, uh, you you name it. You go type in self-care for, un, un, you know, fill in the blank, you'll find a list of things um, that people have put together. I liked this one, too. This is important. Myths. Yeah. Okay, so myths about self-care. Self-care is an indulgence. Meaningful self-care includes making mindful changes in patterns of thoughts and behaviours that do not contribute to your well-being. Self-care is selfish. When you make time for yourself and get sufficient rest and exercise, you feel more energetic and will be able to do more for yourself as well as for those around you. Self-care is a one-time experience. Looking after yourself is an ongoing practice in building resilience to face hardships and in preventing burnout. And self-care is time-consuming. Self-care does not require you to take out a huge chunk of time from your busy day. You can do so many things. That's important to mention. Uh, I saw this like out of the corner of my eye as I was leaving uh, to set up the broadcast studio. I was like, oh, I got to get that slide. Myths about self-care. I have, or I was told from the beginning of my sobriety that sobriety is a selfish process, but it's a good selfish. It's not you're an asshole, selfish. Mm. You have to you have to devote a hundred percent to yourself to work this program, your program, your unique program uh, of recovery, and, and that's just for substance abuse and and whatnot. Um, I'm there's uh, all kinds of other. Uh, I know alcoholism. Uh, I can't speak on everything, but, you know, there's all kinds of other AA groups, or I'm sorry, not AA in particular, but anonymous groups, overeaters, um, narcotics, you know, everything. Uh, if you can somehow fathom being addicted to it, there's probably a 12-step, pro- well, there is a 12-step program for it, because they're all this, it all follows the same basic framework of the 12 steps of AA, uh, they just somebody brilliantly uh, said, "Hey, this is working for alcohol. I'll bet it'll work for opioids." You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, common misconceptions here with it being an indulgence, it being selfish, um, and it doesn't. It never has to be a one-time thing, and uh, it certainly doesn't have to be time-consuming. I just made a post on my Instagram 
for our annual Sci-Fi Timber, me and Jeremy Stoltz, I'm sure some of you know, uh, from the wonderful world of drawing here on Twitch. Every single night he draws, that's his self-care. He streams, he's, he's drawn on stream consecutively for something ridiculous, like 1,800 days or something, or he's approaching that. And that's that's his self-care, man, and he does not miss a day. And so mm. him and I put together this uh, three years ago now. We put together our art challenge prompt list called Sci-Fi Timber. For the month of September, you get 30 prompt work, a prompt word a day. And you challenge yourself to do something artistic with it. And uh, I'll, I'll post it in the Discord. We invite you all to join in as well. Uh, you don't have to be an artist. I am certainly not an artist, but it's nice to sit down and put down something creative. Uh, you, you don't even have to draw. You can just write something or, or whatever you want. Um, mm. But as in the post, where I was going with that was in the post, I wrote each day, try and make time, try and carve out 20 to 30 minutes just to sit down and do something with this word, this prompt word. And you'll be surprised. It doesn't. That's not a whole hell of a lot. That's not a huge chunk of your day, right? We're not talking about two hours, three hours. We're talking about twenty to thirty minutes just for you, just to relax your brain for a minute and do something. Even if you don't want to play along with with the prompt list, that's fine. But do something for you. Take the month of September and every day try and carve out twenty minutes or thirty minutes, even better. Just for you. And no, going to the bathroom doesn't count. <laughs> People lock themselves in there just to get away, too. That doesn't count. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do something creative. Do something outside the box. Do something relaxing. Um, let's round it out with uh, the other important slide here. The reasons to self-care ASAP now. Yeah. Okay. So when you are challenged both physically and mentally, you push yourself to be better. Number two, it allows you to find your misplaced self-esteem. Number three, it helps you to manage your emotions like anger and grief. Number four, it allows you to overcome fear that might hold you back from the things you enjoy. Number five, Positive thinking is an integral part to a healthy life and self-care allows you to find peace and happiness within. Number six, regularly practicing self-care techniques reduces stress and leaves you feeling calm and in more control. Number seven, it gives you time to relax, meditate and reflect on issues and how to solve them. Number eight, you are able to live a more balanced life. Number nine, it gives you renewed energy. And number 10, your mind and soul are in harmony with the things that are happening around you. Excellent. Um, just some good things to think about there. And I'll leave that set up for a minute. Uh, nonsensical nonsense. Good to see you. That sounds like I've got... A baby awake. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this last slide, Gemma. I'm going to go see what she's into. Um, but I put this one up in, I included this one uh, because we've talked with people about this before uh, mm -hmm. caregiver syndrome. Well, there's also 
your self-care for the caregiver. Remember I was saying self-care for fill in the blank? Here's mm -hmm. one of them. I'll be right back. Yeah, and you really can get them for absolutely anything. So self-care for the caregiver. So self-compassion. Treat yourself with the same kindness as you would a good friend. We've said that on a previous broadcast about how we can be our very own worst enemies and you have to think you there's some of the negative things you say to yourself if you think of it in a situation where it would be someone else like a good friend or something would you say that same thing to them um chances are you wouldn't so why say it to yourself uh breath awareness so stop, relax, close your eyes, slow your breathing and focus on each breath for 10 minutes. Um, that's a lot of mindfulness as well, like we've discussed. Mind and body. Try a mind-body practice like yoga, tai chi, meditation and deep relaxation techniques. Again, if you're not used to anything like that, you can get guided meditation and things like that. It's really, really simple to do. Eating and sleeping. Eat well and create a routine to get a more restful sleep. And then social connection. So stay in touch with family and friends. Find support through caregiver support groups. Um, and you can get support groups for any different things, like any different medical conditions or just in general. Like it's so much easier now to find different support groups, different things out there. Or even if not, just somebody that you feel you can confide in and trust. So just stay in contact with people, but make sure it's positive social connections. Thank you. Indeed. Thank you, Gemma, for reading through that. Uh, the little one woke up and was just deciding to bounce in her almost full on jumping now. I guess that's her self-care. Is that a little head that I can see? Yeah, where... she's up. <laughs> she's walking and talking now. Oh, wow. Well, she's not She's not saying words. She's just dad, dad, this, that, and the other. Um, Once she starts, she'll never shut up, trust me. Yeah. I used to think, oh, I can't wait till Thomas can talk. And now I often think, when will he ever shut up? So and I then... thought that was... Um, I thought that was pertinent to include because we we've done an episode on caregiver syndrome. We've had a couple people talk to us about what caregiver syndrome is or, or, um, you know, what they are going through. So just a, a friendly reminder, you can hop on your local Google website and type in self care for pretty much anything. Something will come out. A lot of it is reiterating what we've gone over, like you could see some stuff on uh, some stuff on this list this is stuff that we've gone over, but try and gear it more towards somebody that's taking care of somebody else. So you don't see a whole lot of um, going back to this one. You don't see a whole lot of the financial spectrum in there. You don't see a whole lot of um, maybe the social. Uh, it's, it's a lot of spiritual. It's a lot of space. Um, and it's a lot of personal because you're taking so much time to care for someone else. You're letting your own um, self-care 
drown because of it. Uh, so, uh, that's pretty much all I had for this evening. I'm glad that we got to touch on it. Gemma, did you have uh, anything else to add about it? Um, not really at the moment. I I know I've got some stuff I can drop in the Discord that'll help. But um, we've definitely oh, okay. Okay. definitely covered quite a bit. Yeah. And as I said that, I thought of one thing as I was walking in there. Um, the, uh, group therapy, uh, you mentioned, or you were talking about group therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the ones that I kind of went outside my comfort zone with. I like the one-on-one. I prefer to yeah. kind of be, you know, one-on-one so not everybody's hearing me air out my my stuff. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know I've said it also, uh, group therapy, there is nothing more validating than looking up while you're sharing and seeing everybody just nodding and uh, saying, yeah, we, we know exactly what you're talking about. That's that's yeah. a, that's something you can't recreate. That's a feeling that just you have to you have to see it yourself. It's scary um, going into that group where you think I'm going to have to share all my personal information and details with these people. Things that you are you can think are really really deep and meaningful and like are really difficult to share. But at the same time, then when you've done it, seeing that all these other people are going through the same thing, and yes. that you're not alone, it can be really helpful. Yes, it is. All right, guys, let's. Uh, that's self care revisited for us. Uh, I hope to. I hope that we don't let another ninety episodes go by without revisiting it. And maybe, well, maybe she'll have something to say next time. Maybe you could just sleep through the one-hour show. How about that? <laughs> um, you called it, though. You said she'd wake up halfway through. Yeah. I thought she it would be one of those where cause she, she fell asleep right at, like, 5.50. And that's never happened before. But she still didn't make it through the show. <laughs> All right, guys. Check out our good friend Jim in Chicagoland, as we discussed. He does some positive counter programming that was the word i couldn't remember off the top of my head catalyst on wednesday nights around 11 p.m eastern standard time uh right here on twitch his handles there uh same with uh, damn it i forgot to change i had it written down every week (laughs) every week uh ray i'll get that updated i apologize it is written down on my list and i just completely forgot still uh but Give Ray a sunshine a follow. You can go to his Twitch page. You can follow him there. Because who knows, he might come back at some point. But right now, he's doing uh, some great things over on YouTube. So I'm sure his link is over there as well on his Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. I, know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't update it. Come here. You want to come back up? All right. And my good friend and co-host of the show, Gemma, is on Twitch as well. Her and... Uh, a bunch of folks do a Saturday cooking train. That's yeah, this Saturday. This Saturday, cooking. so 7 p.m. UK time, I'll be live. 
Excellent. So there's Gemma's Twitch handle. Give her a follow and watch her uh, attempt to cook. Attempt. <laughs> she she winds up just spending most of the time uh, screwing with the damn camera and shit. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I can't lie with that. It does technology and whatnot. Uh, Eric J. Gabing, I saw earlier that you resubbed as well. Thank you so much for the 16 months. I don't know if I said it or not in our diatribe tonight, but thank you very much. And give him a follow. He does great streams on every Monday night. And then, of course, for all things Bunny, check out our great friend, longtime friend and sponsor of the show, Ella the Bunny Mom. She is twitch.tv slash Ella the Bunny Mom, or more importantly, go to www.mybunnyvalentine.com. I'd I wish I had wanted some of her merchandise to show you, but she's taken it all and they're somewhere in the toys. <laughs> <laughs> but she loves them. I don't know me either. You, should, you can use my no. promo code uh, FIREDUDE15 for 15% off your purchase of all purchases. There you and go. There it is. Thank you, Hattie. Ray of Sunshine on YouTube. Uh, doing great things over on that platform. Switching her up a bit. Uh, and uh, give him a follow over there, subscribe, and let him grow his YouTube community because uh, he deserves it. That is it. That is all, folks. I'm going to get her fed, and I think we're calling it an early night for a little sleep self-care, right? And I need to get this thing put back <laughs> in the cage. I put it in the bowl because she was being noisy. So there you go. I can't bring... For once, he's not come down. So I haven't got a child, but I have a hamster in there. There we go. A hamster. I won't get her out because she's a little biter, this one. Penelope's looking at it. There we go. Um, if I will post the... If you want to play along with the sci-fi timber... Uh, I will post it in the exclamation point discord. Uh, the link will be there for you. Uh, come on in and join. Here it is right here. Sci-fi cover. As you can see, 30 days, 30 words. You do something creative with it. Maybe people could post them in the discord if they want to. Yeah, uh, you can post them in the discord. Uh, Instagram is where this is uh, going on. But you can put it on anywhere, really. Uh, but just hashtag the sci-fi timber 2023 and you can at myself or Jeremy because um, we like to follow along too. All right, guys, this will, like I said, be up in the discord and we'll catch everybody back here next week uh, to be announced. I will have it finalized our, our upcoming two months. I'll have it finalized tonight or tomorrow. And I'll try and get that put in the Discord ASAP. We're trying to hammer out some guest interviews. Uh, we have a lot of folks lined up, but trying to space them out right now. And getting committed dates is uh, where, we're, where we're at right now. But I'll get that up as soon as possible so you can follow along with the schedule. <laughs>